Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Chaser Report. Global World International News Headlines Update with Rebecca Dayunamuno. God has announced she has begun 2020's redemption arc by cancelling the TV show Keeping Up With The Kardashians. In an interview with The Chaser, God admitted that in crafting the plot outline for 2020, she may have gone a tad overboard and the rest of 2020 would be spent cleaning up humanity's biggest disasters. God's main rival, Satan, refused to comment, saying he was focused on his latest project, rebranding TikTok to focus on delivering snuff films to children. A man who says he hates snow Snowflakes, who boycott everything, has announced he will boycott the Oscars after organisers said they would make the awards more inclusive. His boycott is the latest alongside his boycott of TV networks, movie studios, radio stations, supermarkets, clothing brands, charities, humanitarian organisations, toys, Gillette razors, Ben & Jerry's ice cream, lolly brands and a cheese company. The man said he hadn't been this mad since those female rappers said the P word. A database compiled by a Chinese firm has been leaked, proving that it has been gathering information on high-profile Australians. National security experts say the level of detail contained in the database is frightening. One expert said that the database was so extensive it contained almost as much information about the individuals as Facebook does. That's the latest Chaser news. Check out chaser.com.au for more updates. Now it's time for a wrap-up of news around the world with Dom Knight, Charles Firth and Nina Oyama. Thank you, Beck. Welcome to another mini edition of the Chaser Report, where it's time for... International Global News World Roundup. Let's head to the UK where a man's wife asked him to spruce up the patio by getting rid of the weeds and maybe buying a garden gnome, you know, just sort of making things nice out back. What he decided to do instead was spend $3,000 on a 3.5-metre-long replica of a charging Tyrannosaurus Rex, which he called Dave. He actually had to hire a crane to hoist it into the backyard while she was out. Uh, What do you think of that as a response to the request to tidy up the backyard? This is terrible. This is absolutely terrible. It should have been an Allosaurus. <laughs> I think this woman, this poor woman married a sitcom husband. That's what I'm hearing. She married fucking <laughs> Peter Griffin or some yeah. shit. Yeah. Or Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec, which is a good or a bad thing depending on what kind of person you are. When a journo asked him why he did it, he said, look, I thought nothing could possibly look nicer in the garden than a 3.5 metre replica of a rampaging T-Rex. So I bought one. I guess it's most people's dream to own a 3.5 metre replica of a rampaging T-Rex, but they don't have the space or resources to do this, whereas I do. Is it your dream, uh, Charles and Nina, to put a giant T-Rex somewhere in the house? Uh, It is my dream to have enough space to put a giant T-Rex literally anywhere in my house. Mm. (laughs) But if I'd actually do it, I I don't know. That's a question for another time. I mean, it really does go back to the philosophical question of what is the purpose of life? And if it's, <laughs> if it's not that, then, then what is it? Like, I mean, you have a lizard already, don't you, in your house, yeah. Charles? 
Yeah, if, if I could make it 3.5 me- metres long, that would be very scary. I mean, you know what they say, a lizard is a gateway drug to getting a 3.5 metre replica of a giant dinosaur. It's- Shh, don't tell my wife. So this bloke was hoping to capture his wife's reaction and he claims he expected her to be happy about his uh, creative <laughs> decision. Bullshit. He had the camera Bullshit. set up. Um, to, to re- he was going to record her on camera, but instead... Uh, the night before, she let the dog out to pee. <laughs> the motion sensor light came on in the backyard very suddenly and she got the shock of her life confronted with the massive and aggressive-looking T-Rex in the uh, yard. My question to you two, is this a divorceable offence? That is great. This, oh, she must have been so scared. <laughs> Because it would go all the way back to the lizard part of your brain, mm. wouldn't it? That, Literally like, the go, lizard ah! part of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is worth I mean, if they do get divorced, it's worth it. It is worth it. I think, I, I mean, I actually think this is probably why Henry VIII invented divorce, isn't it? Because <laughs> Anne, Anne Boleyn planted a giant dinosaur in the backyard of Buckingham Palace. I mean, I yeah. presume he actually wants to get divorced and that's like this is an extremely passive-aggressive way <laughs> of ending the relationship. I feel like maybe it's a Trojan dinosaur, like inside the dinosaur's belly there's just a bunch of other boys in there, like, oh, sorry, friends, like, you know, all the man's friends that are like as soon as she leaves him they're just <laughs> yeah. ready to come out like, yeah. But, look, if you had the resources in this space to get a huge replica of anything, like if you could just install anything, 3.5 metres or so in the house, what would it be? I mean, would it be a T-Rex or, or would you go with something else? What replica would you choose? Yeah, I would get a 3.5 metre ostentatious just <laughs> lying down in my house being creepy. That would be very upsetting when you saw it in the backyard and the light came on suddenly, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely a divorceable offence. No, but I was meaning, you know, like a wombat or a mm. koala or something. I suppose actually koala would work quite well because that's almost extinct. So it'd be like another extinct animal. Oh, like a megafauna. Yeah, Yeah. getting a megafauna in the backyard. That is a good idea. Yeah, it'd be lovely. The kids would love it. Well, Clive Palmer's the one who's got the giant park full of of dinosaurs. Maybe a giant replica of Clive in the backyard would be a lovely ornament. You know, I would actually have the dinosaur in my backyard if it could fit. That way I could cosplay as Laura Dern, my dream. And now let's head to, um, speaking of, iconic movies, let's head to Manitoba, Canada, where a cinema buff with some time on his hands is attempting to set the world record uh, for watching the same movie in the cinema by watching the new Christopher Nolan movie, which is called Tenet, 120 times in the cinema. I haven't seen it yet, but my friend who saw it on the weekend actually said it's so confusing that you should actually watch one of those explainer YouTube videos before you watch it instead of afterwards. What do you think? A tenet, 120 times. Genius or, or terrible? Is this guy, is his name Chaz Lichardello yeah. by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> Strikes me as exactly the sort of thing that Chaz True. would do. Yeah. I feel like you would have to watch it 120 times in order to fully grasp it. I mean, that's. No, but it, I don't think that's true because Inception was his last confusing one, wasn't it? And and the way, the key to understanding Chris Nolan films is you just pretend that you're a first-year philosophy student <laughs> and then suddenly it all starts to That's make true. sense. Like, oh, what if? Yeah, and yeah. the only time you explain it is to unsuspecting women who are 
just at the bar to hang out, but for some reason you feel compelled to explain to them the plot of the entire movie and why it's important mm. in the history of cinema. What if we are all just brains in buckets? Why don't you come to my apartment to discuss it further? Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. I'm triggered. I'm triggered. I know someone who did that anyway. That's another story. Let's go to a second location <laughs> to talk about the Chris Nolan movie. Um, what movie, though, could you watch 120 times? Like if that's the record, um, presumably not tenet. I think probably twice will be the upper limit for most people. But is there something mm. you could you could comfortably watch 120 times? Well, I, I mean, I, I would watch Dumb and Dumber 120 times, but I think I already have watched it about 120 times. You do times. love that, don't you? It's got really? layers. It's got layers. It's a bit like a Chris Nolan film. It's because it because it, it's brilliant structurally. It's one of the most Nina. I just want to explain to you. <laughs> it's so brilliant. Uh, here it, we fucking go. <laughs> because I'm glad, I'm glad we're all in different locations this weekend recording remotely. <laughs> but structurally, it's it's a perfect script because it's entirely character driven. You will not see a more character driven movie ever in any genre because they are incredibly dumb like that's their character and and oh, all the I'm getting a phone call <laughs> all their Oh no I have to leave this location suddenly I mean, have you ever oh. noticed how any sentence starting with the word structurally is wanky unless it's spoken by an engineer who because your house is about to fall down <laughs> when when you're ready and even to- then even then it's a fine line all the plot points are character driven because they do things only out of dumbness. It's a brilliant movie. Yeah, it's got it like it's like premise. a bad dream that I keep waking up from and ending up in another dream. Um, well, that, does that mean that you've heard the most annoying sound in the world 120 times, Charles? And yet, <laughs> Nina, what would you I watch? I haven't seen Dumb and Dumber, so I don't, I don't know that reference. You haven't seen it. No, but isn't that is it me? Is that Todd Phillips? No, it's not. Is it Jim Carrey? And Jeff Bridges. No. Jim, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels, sorry, yeah. Jim Carrey yeah, and Jeff Daniels. Uh, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. <laughs> and the Jeff Jam comedy. Jeff. Jeff Bridges is the big Lebowski. Yes. See, I'm a woman and I even I know There's, that, Dom. There's too many so I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. What's What's your movie that you would see 120 times, Nina? I'm intrigued. Yeah, like you went with a dumb comedy. I would go with, I reckon I'd go with Old Boy, which is actually one of my favourite films. Oh, the ultra-violent South Korean um, gangster flick. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, so by saying, by picking a foreign film, I'm automatically more knowledgeable about cinema than you. That's very so impressive. suck my well, the, I do think that structurally Old Boy <laughs> was. <laughs> <laughs> structurally Old Boy is a perfect film and uh, it hinges on like concepts of Korean culture that white people don't understand, which is why the American version was so you shit. couldn't possibly understand, I'm sure. Now, look, I accuse Charles of being somewhat pretentious uh, then with his critique of Dumb and Dumber. We're about to dial the pretension up a whole lot, I think, to the absolute maximum possible in the whole of human history, and I'm not joking. Uh, We're going to talk about John Cage, who is the experimental composer most famous for the composition 4 minutes 33, which is 4 minutes and 33 seconds of silence. Oh, yeah, can we play a clip from that real quick? Yeah, here's the whole thing. But he also wrote a piece called <laughs> Organ Slash That wasn't the whole thing. AS. That didn't go for 4 minutes 33. Well, people can pause it if they want to. Uh, the, the, so another piece, which I think is even wankier, was called Organ Slash ASLSP, meaning as slow as possible. So what it is, it's eight pages of music pay, uh, played incredibly slowly. Some performances of this piece 
have lasted as long as 12 or 14 hours. Well, an even longer version is being performed at the St. Uh, St. Berchardi Church in Haberstadt, Germany at the moment. It began on September the 5th, 2001. It's planned to end in the year 2640, meaning the performance <laughs> will last for 639 years. Does that seem like a good idea to you, structurally, Charles? Oh, look, um, 10 out of 10 for concept. Like this is this is a genius way to sort of milk your royalty rights, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> if only he wasn't dead, he'd be raking it in, yeah. Although he is only getting paid for the one song. So in a way, he's really he's really <laughs> yeah, cooked yeah. himself there. He's, he's really- only gotten royalty rights for one song that plays for six hundred years. Yeah, Spotify oh, gonna yeah. pay him like point zero 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 cents for one <laughs> one playing But yeah, no, look, I think this is very this is an SBS idea, isn't it? it I, is. I just can't it's a slow T V idea. I uh, is is SBS simulcasting? <laughs> it's, they've got a channel, a multi-channel devoted to it. I mean, it's such a, a slow TV idea that it will it will continue for far longer than television is a medium itself. It, it does make me wonder, like, do they ha- not have anything else to do in Germany? Like, I don't or think is, so. Is the TV really bad there so they have to do this? Or what? Well, it's interesting that you ask that because this has been a huge television event. Like, this has made the news around the world. In wow. the past week, because the big deal was that a chord changed, as in the note that was. So they've got an organ that's in this church um, that's just always on. Did somebody have to sit there holding down that chord? No, it's automatic. But what the, oh. the hilarious thing is, because it's automatic, um, when what's that organ's phone number? <laughs> yeah, when the chord changes, they have to put extra pipes onto the organ. So what happened was um, when they did this, normally thousands of people come to watch the extra pipe being added. Um, this time the numbers were restricted by COVID. But I'm going to play you the before and after. Um, so here's what it's been doing for the past seven years. It's not bad. Sounds like a refrigerator. I think it is. So some dissonance there. For, so that, imagine seven years of that noise. Then a whole crowd of people get together and they put two more metal pipes on the organ so that now for the next few years it's going to make this sound. Oh. Oh, that's worse somehow. Yeah, it's even more dissonant. That can't be good for people. Is this like the people that live around it? You know when you live under like a telegraph yeah. wire or like it's a big like a big structure that like emits radiation and you just, that's what that feels <laughs> like. That has that energy. It, it's, it actually sounds like it'd be more dangerous than 5G, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's the sound that'll give you COVID for sure. But my favourite thing is, so they do this whole palaver with, um, with adding the pipe, the extra pipe that makes that extra sound to make it even worse. Have a listen to what happened in the room. Clap in the middle of a song. Huge, huge applause. <laughs> they should wait until 206040 <laughs> to clap. <laughs> Doesn't anyone know? They're Philistines. Well, Charles wouldn't have applauded in the room. What do you think, Nana? Was it was that worthy of um of, of the clap that they got? Just the one note change? Absolutely. I really like John Cage's stuff because I think like 
avant-garde artists are just they're just trolls man at the end of the day like they're just fucking trolling the world being like is this dumb shit art and the fact that he's gonna keep this thing alive for 600 years is amazing so clap away i'd clap hang on i've just got a copy of this music here and i'm just reading it and i think that they're out on the note change by about Three months. <laughs> so it's it's going to sound like it's syncopated. Yeah, I mean, I've got to say, my my critique is that they're playing it a bit fast. <laughs> That's all we've got time for on this uh, mini of the Chaser Report. Check out the main one, of course, every Friday. You can go to chaser.com.au slash podcast to catch up on previous episodes. You can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, and if you haven't deleted TikTok to protect your kids there too, if you want to watch some ancient uh, Chaser stunts, and, of course, Catch up with the latest Chaser news at chaser.com.au. Catch you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.